back to another episode of the Business of Perfectionism. My name is Christy. I am a business owner. I'm a business mentor and coach, and I am also a recovering perfectionist. I've been having so many amazing conversations with people in the Instagram DMs about this podcast, and I'm so, so incredibly grateful and so pleased that I've been able to help a number of people already. And I just want to thank you again for tuning in, and I'm really excited to share today's episode with you. Today, I really wanted to talk to you about a few of the biggest business lessons that I've actually learned along the way. It's a little bit of a reflection. These are all things that I put into that category of things that I know now that I wish I knew back then. And I really want to share them with you. And who knows, hopefully some of these things might even help you to avoid making some of those decisions that I did, or they might even help you in making slightly different decisions for yourself also. So I've actually been in business now for just over six years. Um, I've done a variety of work from freelancing, consulting and contracting, mostly within the marketing, social media and e-commerce space. Um, But what you might not know is that in actually in 2015, I opened up a children's wear store and I ran that for just over three years. Prior to that, I hadn't worked for myself. Um, I'd never been in business. However, I'd always dreamed that one day I would. And I have to say, I was really quite fortunate in my professional career that I got to work in a lot of great businesses um, and doing lots of different things. And so that really also gave me a taste of running my own business and really also helped to fuel that desire. So I'm going to jump back a little bit here. I'm going back to when I was 16 years old. Um, I was actually working in retail and I remember um, that I kept saying that I wanted to open up my own store. So I was living in a regional town back then. Um, it was quite a while ago and we didn't have a lot of great shops. So I just had this dream of making my mark and opening up my own store. It was going to have really great brands and be really beautifully designed. I just remember the vision to this day. I know I can remember so clearly exactly what it was going to look like and the, the type of store it was going to be. And as it turns out, of course, as you can imagine, as you get a bit older, the dream changed um, and I actually enrolled to do a diploma of interior design. So although the industry and the job changed, I still really wanted to work for myself. It was always on my mind and I just dreamed of being my own boss, of making my own mark, of doing something different. But even after graduating, I just didn't have the guts to go for it. So at this point, I was only 21 um, and I told myself that I needed a certain amount of experience before I was able to work for myself. And then, of course, my corporate career went on. I moved to Melbourne and then I moved to Sydney um, and I ended up moving into publishing and I worked in magazines and then um, I actually went in to study marketing. Um, And although I had always wanted to do something different and to work for myself, um, it was always in the back of my mind. I really just sort of let it go for a really long time and I told myself that it just wasn't an option. And so I just focused on my corporate career. I moved into fashion and of course, year after year, I just kept on going. But the thing that I found was that I was actually never truly happy and I actually ended up moving jobs every 18 months to two years. I was always searching for what was next, looking for the next challenge, trying to find that level of satisfaction that I was craving that I believed was out there, but I just didn't know how to find it. It was actually, it wasn't until I attended a Tony Robbins event in 2014 that I decided that enough was enough. So I pretty much went into the office a few weeks later and I gave my resignation. And I think this was probably about September and I stayed until we closed at Christmas. Um, 
and I headed into 2014 or 2015 sorry for the first time ever without a job and no real idea of what my business was actually going to be. I was incredibly determined to make it work. I found a contract gig that started in January. It was a marketing and events role. um, And it was really early in the new year that I actually decided I was going to open up this online store. So I basically got to work. I sourced all of the stock. I built my website. I built it myself. I got a friend who was a graphic designer to help me with the logo. I started my social media accounts and I just got going. And while there were some parts of the business that I actually found really quite easy, like I just sort of jumped in and I got going. I built the website. I sourced the stock. I found that stuff really quite I guess, enjoyable. And I was really just able to bury myself in that. There were also things, parts of the business that I found really hard. And so with that, um, what I really want to share with you is three things that I know now that I wish I knew back then. And I don't just mean six years ago when I finally opened my business, but I also mean all those years ago, going back to my 21 year old self when I had this dream, but I never did anything about And the first one is there really is no amount of learning that you can do that will bring you the confidence that you actually need to take the action. Now, before I get into this one, please just let me start by saying that I am a huge advocate for study and learning. Um, If you know me at all, you know that I am. I've done my fair share. That's for sure. You know, I'm forever learning, taking courses and advancing my skill set and expanding and growing. Um, And, you know, one of the things that I really want to do is actually help people to do the same thing. You know, I'm here to help people, to mentor them in business, to help them get to that next level. However, if you're going into a course and thinking, I just need to do this four week course, this six month course, and then I'll be ready, then I'll feel confident. It's just really, really unlikely to happen. So courses and further education in my mind are there to help and support you. Um, You know, they're for your own professional and personal growth and development. However, they don't provide the solution. So For so many of us, perfectionists, most definitely, you are unlikely to come out the other side of a course, you know, completely qualified and certified, whatever it is, and think, now I can do the thing. Now I'm ready. So going back to my 21-year-old self, um, after I graduated with my diploma, I moved to Melbourne and I started work. And it was about a year in and I still wanted to be an interior designer so badly. I was working in retail um, in an account management role and I was looking after interior designers and architects and I so badly just wanted to do what they were doing. So I actually applied to go to university to get a degree in interior design and I actually got in. Um, But I never started because we actually moved to Sydney at the beginning of the following year and so I decided to put it on hold. But I, for whatever reason, told myself that to do this, to actually work for myself as an interior designer or as an interior decorator, um, to actually be able to do that for myself, I needed to go out and I needed to get the degree um, or I needed to have, you know, 10, 15, you know, 20 years experience behind me before I was able to do it. So even though I was already completely qualified, I had the paper to prove it. I was even awarded student of the year. I lived and breathed this topic day in, day out. I had so many contacts, had dealt with so many suppliers. I dreamt about what this life would be. 
But even with the qualification and even the award, I still had in my mind that I just had to keep studying and then I'd be ready. So fast forward to more recent years and I still found myself doing this. And even though I went to uni in the end and I actually completed a graduate diploma of business majoring in marketing, I studied for three years while also working full time. I still, for whatever reason, found myself just feeling like I always needed to know more and I was always on this quest for more knowledge. So yes, while I am a huge fan of group programs, short courses, certifications, accredited courses, you name it, I'm a huge advocate. What I am saying is that it's not a magic pill. So if you have this great business idea, you've got it all mapped out, you've got the vision, the plan, you want it so badly, you can see it, you can feel it, it's right there in front of you. Waiting until you complete more study isn't going to make you instantly feel more confident already. So confidence, as we know, comes from action. It comes from doing the thing, from taking imperfect and often sometimes messy action. And I guess the other crazy thing that I've learned along the way as well is that the more we know, the more we realize that we don't know. So if you're a perfectionist, that just drives you further and further into overthinking and over over analyzing. Uh, it's just going to cause you to indulge in more self-doubt. You know, there will always, always, always be more to learn. You know, you've probably heard the saying, knowledge is power, but there's also another saying, and that's that knowledge without power, or sorry, knowledge without action is useless. If you know everything there already is to know, then you can probably pretty much safely say that you've waited for too long. Um, you know, even law students graduate not knowing everything, but they know enough to get started and then the learning just never stops. But the only way that they continue learning is to jump in and start doing the job. So it's the same with business. You know, the only way to get started is to get started. You will continue to learn and to grow and to evolve. But, you know, technologies will change. Systems and processes will change. The tax system will change. The algorithm will change. And you will always be learning and adapting. And it's unlikely that there will be any course that is going to give you every answer you seek and fully equip you with whatever it is you actually need to get going and to do the thing. So the other thing I want to stress as well is that it's so unlikely that you will make a mistake so big that you'll never be able to recover from it. You know, you just got to get in there and get started. Build your um, build your confidence from taking the action. You know, there is no such thing as ready, as I know we've all heard before. You just have to make the decision. You know, be courageous. How badly do you want it? Are you willing to get uncomfortable? And you just have to make it happen now. So take one small step. No waiting until Monday. Start when inspiration strikes and you will never regret it. The second lesson is don't let anyone who's never tried tell you it can't be done and other similar stories, of course. So when you're telling someone about your big and scary dream, the thing you're dreaming of doing, the life you want to create for yourself, you might start hearing a few things like it's really expensive to start a business. Did you know four out of four, four out of five small businesses don't make it out of the first year? The market is saturated. You won't make any money in your first year of business. You can't do that by yourself. And obviously there are so, so, so many more of these that we could throw in there. You know, these are some of the ones that have been said to me. Um, these are probably some that I have sort of said to myself along the way as well, but I know that they've definitely been said to me by other people. So 
these are all just limiting beliefs. You know, these are what people have told themselves is not possible for them. And they probably don't think that it's possible for you either. So you might have heard these as a kid. I know I did. I remember hearing stories about how hard running a business was or how much money you needed to start a business. Um, so many of our beliefs and values are formed before even seven, some up to the age of 12, but mostly before the age of seven. So if you grew up hearing these things, it's true that you might believe them too, or you might have this really strong desire to start a business like I did. And while one part of you believes that it is possible, there was just another part of you that can't shake these fears or limiting beliefs. You might even find that the people saying these things to you are the people that you love and trust the most. You know, they might not, they're not saying them to upset or hurt you. They truly believe these things and they think that by telling you these things, it's going to protect you and keep you safe too. You know, our, our brains are hardwired for safety and security. It can be very easy to take the thoughts and opinions and limiting beliefs on of others. So whoever is telling you these things simply believes their facts. You know, they think that it's the truth and it's just the way it is. And until they've actually done the work themselves, or maybe until they see you crushing it, their minds will be very hard to change. So open yourself up to the possibility whenever someone tells you, you know, that's really hard. Remind yourself that you can do hard things and that you're capable of whatever you put your mind to. You know, it's too expensive, but you're resourceful and you will find a way. You can't do that. Well, you can do anything that you choose to. And that's really what it comes down to, choice. The belief they have chosen you know, that's the belief they have chosen. And now it's up to you to choose the belief that best suits you. Unfortunately, our identity can become really quite wrapped up in what we think others think of us. And when we hear these negative beliefs, people saying these things like most small businesses fail, we can really start to tell ourselves that these people are judging us for trying or they think less of us or they don't believe in us. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the only person that has to believe in you is you. So do not take on the limiting beliefs and the negative thoughts of others. You know, they're their beliefs and not yours. Look at all of the people doing all of the amazing things out there that you've been told by someone else is actually impossible or really hard to do. You know, if there is someone else out there doing what you want to do, then it's actually proof that this is possible. Um, if it's possible for them, then it's most definitely possible for you. So let that be the proof. Let that be, you know, the proof that this is possible for you. And if they can have it then you can have it too and last but not least and this one was probably my biggest lesson of all and it was the best strategy will struggle to work with a crappy mindset so as I mentioned I learned this one the hard way um, when I first opened my business in 2015 I was all about the strategy you know I pushed and I pushed I was consulting a few days a week and then I would come home and I would work on my own business in the evening and get the store up and running I was often working until midnight only to get up the next morning and do it all again and honestly at the time I felt like I was working my ass off you know people could see me working and from the outside I looked quite successful my online business was a or my online following sorry was a decent size I had great brands I'd been involved in a few great collaborations and things looked to be going really well but the truth is I was just constantly burnt out I was tired I was over it I was doing things for the sake of doing them or because it's what someone told me that I had to do to be successful 
I lost sight of my vision. I became a slave to social media, posting several times a day, and I just lost the joy in what I was doing. I wasn't taking care of myself. I didn't take the time to enjoy any of it, and I was just so afraid to be seen that the whole time the store was open, I only showed my face on my Instagram feed twice. I was so wrapped up in self-doubt and in fear. And of course, what I now know is perfectionism. You know, I was so busy all the time, but I wasn't achieving the things that I really wanted to. I was so scared to be seen and to be heard, you know, to use my voice, to be vulnerable. I procrastinated and I did things that I knew that I could do really easily. And I ignored the things that I was really stuck on or that I found a little bit harder. And they were probably really the needle moving things within my business. You know, I was so scared of judgment and old work colleagues and friends seeing the full extent of what I was actually doing that I allowed that to rule the way that I showed up for about the first two years of my business. So I actually went back into that personal development work that got me to take the leap into my own business in the first place. You know, I started devouring that content again and really getting into it. I was watching, you know, videos and listening to podcasts, reading books and really sort of reconnecting with all of that. And then eventually that led me to study NLP um, and to become certified in those modalities that are really focused on the mindset. And I absolutely love it. So today, yes, I definitely have a strategy. I've got goals, you know, things that I'm working towards. But when things seem really hard or like they're not going the way that I wanted or I'd hoped, I really turn inwards um, and I really try and find out what's actually bothering me. I look at what I can be doing differently, how I can approach things differently. You know, I listen to my own intuition um, and I never do something, never do something for the sake of doing it or because some guru told me that it's what I have to do to be successful. We have to be willing to work on the things that are keeping us stuck, you know, truly look at what's holding us back. We can't blame others for when things don't go our way. And instead, we need to take responsibility and do the work ourselves on ourselves and for ourselves. And so although this isn't actually one of the official lessons that I was going to mention today, the other thing that I just want to say is that I believe at times you just really need to turn inwards and you need to discover what it is that you actually want. You know, what makes you happy? What's going to drive you? What do you want to be known for? You know, how do you want to help people? What is the impact that you want to make? And then go from there. And so to recap, things are three things that I know now that I wish I knew back then. Number one is there is no amount of learning that you can do that will magically bring you the confidence that you actually need to take the action. Number two, don't let anyone who's never tried tell you it can't be done. And number three, the best strategy will struggle to work with a crappy mindset. And so with that, I might just leave it here today. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I've loved sharing these things with you and it's been quite fun to actually look back at what I would do differently given the opportunity again. Um, and of course, if there is anything else that you would like to know, um, anything that you would like me to dive into or any questions that you have, please never hesitate to get in touch. You can find me over on Instagram. Um, it's just Christy Pask, K-R-I. I-S-T-Y-P-A-S-K or you can find me through my website which is just christypask.com um, or please you know anyway that you can shoot me an email um, and I'd love to chat with you um, yeah any way that I can support you please do let me know 
And if you did enjoy today's episode, I would love for you to please take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast, share it to social media, and please don't forget to tag me so that I can share the love as well. Um, And of course, you know, please don't hesitate to reach out if there is anything that you would like me to cover in a future episode. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I've had so much fun with this episode and I can't wait to chat to you again soon. Thank you.